Up next, pointers from a prosecutor in Redneckistan, which I think some outdated people still refer to as Queensland. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap for buyers here in Australia. You will, of course, need to stalk me on the website for that or at least click this link kind of up there near the Lord of the Sith who answers my prayers. <laughs> Have you know as often, roughly, as Jesus once did. Goodness me. Imagine the odds of that. Anyway, following my recent live stream on beating a traffic fine, I was contacted by a regular viewer, long-time viewer, first-time emailer kind of thing. I'm not going to name him here because, frankly, I just don't want to get him in the shit with the boys upstairs. All I will say is that he is a law enforcement veteran and redneckistani police prosecutor. That's got to be vague enough to avoid being ID'd. I prosecute traffic offences in Redneckistan. The roadside conversations can help people if they're dealing with your general duties police. Not likely if you're dealing with our road policing guys. Well, goodness me, if that doesn't scream, yep, Highway Patrol has a somewhat ambitious quota, then I really don't know what does. So there's that. My earlier advice on all of this pertains. Be polite and respectful at the roadside. Comply, whatever you do, with all lawful directives, breath test, license, all that stuff. Still, being pulled over in Australia is quite different than being pulled over in Retardistan. You've got to play it uh, a bit differently in both situations, but in either case, you sort of have to do this game of thinks and says, right? Like, thinks, you says, how may I help you today, officer? But if you really don't think you did anything wrong, you've got to deny committing any offence and you've got to refrain from answering police questions because cops are experts at getting you to make admissions. Very, very sneaky they are, the risk of sounding like Yoda. Quite capable also. And if they catch you admitting it just once... It's kind of all over. That's a cat that really does not go back in the bag, okay? So the best response to any police question regarding a traffic offence is, respectfully, officer, I've done nothing wrong and I'm going to decline to offer any further statement in relation to your investigation. You're under absolutely no obligation to incriminate yourself, right? Or to make a statement following a minor traffic offence. You don't have to walk them through it. You have a right to silence. Just look at it this way, okay? If a cop ever gets arrested, he shuts up because he knows that his silence is golden. And I'd suggest we could all learn from the experts when it comes to this. It's the police officer's job at the roadside to procure the evidence that he will use to convict you, okay? But there's no need for you to help him with this. Redneckistan has the Penalties and Sentences Act, Section 9, which speaks about sentencing guidelines, and Section 18, no conviction with no further punishment. No matter what the fine is, there is also the offender levy. 
The demerit points always flow no matter what the penalty, unless you receive the wonderful words of not guilty. I'd suggest that Queensland Transport are, therefore, proper self-confessed aggravated assholes for slapping you with the points anyway in that case. New South Wales used to do that too, but no longer. They have actually seen the light. <laughs> in a sane universe, of course, a court determination of no conviction under Section 18 should be sufficient to tell Queensland Transport to go out and stick the points up its ass. Thank you very much. But of course, they feel as if they are a law unto themselves. Section 18 in Redneckistan is kind of like Section 10 of the Crime Sentencing Procedure Act here in New South Shitsville. It says in Queensland that the court has to consider the offender's character, age, health, mental condition and circumstances, if any, under which the offence was committed that make the offence less serious than what it would be if it had been committed under other circumstances, as well as considering anything else the court thinks is relevant. So, if you're a fine, upstanding citizen with no criminal convictions and a good driving record as well as employed and generally a contributory pillar of the moral fabric of redneckistan, and the offence is kind of trivial in context and committed in the absence of malice or intention on your part to do wrong, then the court has to take all of that into account. However, according to prosecutorial deep throat, we also have case law where the district court makes reference to the amount of fine ordered by the court should be higher than the ticket amount to discourage people from contesting a ticket to get a discount. Yeah, that kind of makes sense because we wouldn't want everyone who graduated with a PhD from Scumbag University to know that you just go to court for a discount, mate. So that kind of makes sense to me. But I am certain this is effectively what the court system does give to properly dangerous recidivist scumbags on the road. And I'm going to pause on this, lest my soapbox once again become weapons hot on the apparent leniency of courts when it comes to serious repeat traffic offenders. All it takes is a decent legal aid solicitor to tell a judge that his mummy never loved him and all is forgiven in many cases, seemingly. Hypothetically, if the ticket amount is 400 bucks and you contest it, go to court and decide to plead guilty, you wear the fine plus the offender levy. I say fine because once the ticket becomes a charge, you are open to the maximum penalty, which for some offences is 20 penalty units or about $2,800. Look, it is a roll of the dice going to court, no argument. Probably a good idea, therefore, to speak to a solicitor up front and see if your charge is a shot duck or not. And only go to court if there's a solid chance of you getting a win on the balance of probability. The offender levy in Redneckistan is 128 bucks in the Magistrates' Court and $384 in the District or Supreme Courts, which could effectively double some fines. The Prosecutor's Office is somewhat independent of the police. We factor in a range of considerations when deciding if we will continue with an infringement. Occasionally, after weighing it up, we discontinue the proceeding if the alleged offender decides to take it to court. So let's just spitball that and say that the cop's evidence is crap, hypothetically. 
So you decide to take it to court, but the prosecutor's office goes, nah, this is going to be a loser for us. And that's probably the best result ever for Team Innocent Motorist, right? Look, I'm not saying game the system. Don't do that. If you actually did the offence, then just man up and pay the fine, right? But if you did not, and it matters to you, and a solicitor says you have a real shot at getting off, and you can cope with a heavier penalty if that's the way the cards fall on the day, then yes, give it a friggin' shot and see how you go. Because you shouldn't just cop this kind of thing on the chin. A couple of years ago, the cops stopped me, right? The lights on, at the roadside, blah, blah, blah. General duties cops in the Sydney CBD. And they alleged that I had run a red light. And I told them I had not. They told me I had, and we went around like that for quite some time. But it was all polite and respectful. And I was the one doing all the politeness and respectfulness, right? Handed over my license, I passed the breath test, I told the cops that I was not going to make a statement, and they could ask me anything they wanted, obviously, but in my view, the interview was over, and I was not going to admit to an offence that I had not committed. I said that I thought they had essentially no evidence that I had committed the offence, and they were, therefore, offering only an allegation to me at the roadside. They went away and had, I don't know, a group hug, of which I was not part, thankfully. And they let me off with a stern warning. And I thanked them politely, and I assured the officer who warned me that I intended to drive very carefully in future, as he suggested I do. So that was nice. You know, a dash cam could be a real asset in these conflicted circumstances because after the fact, if you don't make an admission, independent corroborating video evidence is probably worth its weight in platinum, right? And I still haven't got around to fitting one to either of my cars, so go figure. On Australia Day in 2010, former Schittsvillian Prime Minister, the acid-tongued Paul Keating who was then 66 years of age, was stopped by the cops in the Sydney CBD and charged with the same offence, running a red light. He denied it. There was no camera evidence. He took it to court. The judge said that she was presented with two conflicting versions of events, but had no compelling evidence that the offence had actually been committed. Keating was therefore found not guilty. A few months later, a dude in Bathurst ran a red light, went through on the yellow, actually changed lanes to the left to get past the vehicle in front, which had stopped, so well done there. And he told the cops he went through that yellow light because it was safe. And he tried the Keating defence. <laughs> Points for trying. However, the law says you can only go through on the yellow to avoid a collision. Yellow otherwise means stop. The law does not say that you can go through on the yellow if it is safe. This is why, of course, you should never answer police questions at the roadside because they're handing you a shovel and asking you to dig. So many people go, okay. It never helps when you talk to the cops and it can only hurt you, okay, if you answer their questions. Officer, I went through because I felt it was safe. Guilty as charged. When reporters asked Mr Keating why he didn't just pay the fine, because he's you know, reasonably well off, 
He told them, I think it's important that ordinary people in the community, having received an infringement notice for an offence they didn't commit, basically understand that the system isn't weighed against them and they are entitled to have the courage of their convictions. You can't have someone tell you you did something you didn't do. There's got to be some moral clarity about the way we live our lives. Amen to that, Mr Keating. Hashtag respect. But I suppose it also helps if you've got the cash to pay whatever fine the court might ultimately impose and not have to worry how you are going to feed the family in those circumstances. So there's that. Bottom line though, if you think there's a good chance you didn't do it, do not make any statement to the cops, except of course to deny it. Don't offer a defence at the roadside. Don't attempt to explain your actions behind the wheel. The cops are handing you a shovel and asking you to dig. They talk to you for only one reason. They want you to incriminate yourself. Pro tip, don't do that. They want you to become the star witness for the prosecution. And if your lips are flapping and hot air is coming out, hey, you're digging a hole and it's probably going to be a big one.